welcome to the Flock Podcast, show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we have been doing throughout the week. As always, I'm Dewey, and today I'm joined by my crisp, clean-sounding friend, Coleman. Hello. And my business insider trading friend, Bob. <laughs> Women for Trump 2020. Yep, that sounds about right. All right. <laughs> kind of missed the boat Bob there. Bob's from the... You're Bob's a little, little, late, little late. But, you know, hey, there's always the four years from now. Maybe, I guess. Probably. Who knows? What's up, America? Uh, no one can see this, but Bob is wearing a suit and tie. If I had a drop for the Justin Timberlake song, suit and tie, mm-hmm. that what, would be applicable. <clears throat> I want to feel like this was a late night show. It can be. And I'm the host. We should start recording at like 2 a.m. Wait, that doesn't work for Dewey. Um, It does if we do it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, not Sunday. How about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? <laughs> Every night at 2 a.m. <laughs> clear my schedule for the rest of eternity what if we transition free from doing a podcast to doing like a weird internet radio show where we just broadcast it live and stream it every night that'd be cool we do it on clubhouse every real exclusive (laughs) uh we could do it on twitch easily now that i figured it out how to do the thing we could do it on anything we'd wanted yeah um that's like only the weird like right-wing talk show guys are we're doing it on radio parlor basically that's cool that, that could be us what we should do is get an am broadcaster and broadcast it within the fcc limit of am without a license which is like 100 feet so people can park out front <laughs> we can it's covid safe this is a you're never going to hear this podcast again you can only hear it if you show up in well, a lawn chair it's funny this is kind of This is kind of related to that, but I was watching this Picasso documentary recently and it's, it's from like the fifties and all the, in the documentary, they're filming Picasso, like do all these pieces. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the movie, well, once they finished filming the movie, they destroyed all the pieces. So the pieces only exist in the movie. Wow. Which is kind of cool. That's all I got for that. art shit. Saying we could do something like that. You just wanted to brag (laughs) that you watched a Picasso documentary. No. uh, If I wanted to brag about I, you know I'm no shy to brag. You know, I just do it. You could brag about watching a Picasso documentary, but I think we all should brag about how we... You need this? No. How we watched uh, something that is much more artistic and beautiful, which is the Machine Gun Kelly mm. watch along that we did. Uh, that Downfalls is now, High. Downfalls High. It is now available on Patreon. No one asked for it, but there you go. Uh, if you want to watch that, it is now available. I had trouble uploading it. Uh, it got copyright stru- struck twice. Stracked. Used, uh, both times before Stracked. it was even uploaded. It was like midway being uploaded. Oh, it, it, didn't, like, it did nope. not fuck around. Yeah. So we found a way to get around it, and we're not going to divulge those secrets unless someone's listening. But uh, if you're a Patreon member, you can go to the Patreon and watch that. If you want to suffer through that uh, terrible beautiful disaster that is downfall is high with us as well as our friend dr tyler wall yes uh and who was also on our episode last week thanks again tyler for making the trek out in spite of the weather um he wrote with me what was the weather i don't know it was just doing generic like comments about things i don't know it's, it was kind of shitty. I thought something happened that I forgot about. <sighs> tornado. Was that tornado week? Yeah, it's tornado mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hate to see it. 
But I love to watch it walk away. <laughs> I feel like a, I love this mic. It feels like I'm doing ASMR. Well, you know, not every, you, actually, everyone who listens to this doesn't like it. They told yeah. me. I, I don't like it right now. What is that that you have there? Kevin? I've got Hall Flakes. Hall Flakes. The ingredients, including, I don't know what Hall is. I should probably make ha- sure it's not animal. Like Hall's? Hall Flakes? Uh, nope. H-A-W. Hall Flakes are Chinese sweets made from the fruit of the Chinese Hawthorn. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. It's a pale dark candy. I'm a fan of their heights. Usually filmed into discs. So, haw, sugar, water, and dye. What's a haw, baby? H-A-W. What is it? It's it's hauled flakes because there's a a plant called a hawthorn. Yeah, they're they're actually found way high up in the mountains of China. Don't look them up before we get them to you. But anyway, I was at Tan A again, and I thought they looked like either like candy or fireworks. Okay. And uh, I thought we could try them for this week's. Can that be the game next week? Candy or firework? <laughs> we have to taste yeah. it. I have a really good idea for a game, but I have to set it up a little bit more. Yes, you should ambush again. Us again with something. All right, so these are little tiny. There's a bunch of little packets. So I'm going to give everybody a little packet. So Bob, here's yours. Dewey, heads up. It's a pome fruit, which is, I think, the same family as apples. Would you stop telling me about it before I eat it? That's what she said. Um, in re- in, hold on. In reference to that. what? Can we expand on this? No. Oh, they're darker than That's I thought. That's what she said. These look like the color of dog food. Hmm. They, Wait. They're, they're like wafers. Yeah. They're like Necco wafers, but yeah. small. And soft. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that texture. Whoa. It looks like a hot, cut up hot dog. It looks like a cut up hot dog, but it tastes kind of like craisins. Yeah. It tastes like the Trader Joe's fruit leather if, yeah. <laughs> if you dried it, like freeze dried it. Double, I don't, I don't hate dried it. dried leather. I like it. I think it's fine. It's interesting. This is Chinese, you said? Um, yeah, made in China. Um, you want to see the package? I would like to see it. I love Tanay now. I'm a Tanay head. I'm no longer a Tanay head. Why is that? I prefer Newground. Newground. Yeah. Newground. Newground is uh, a little cleaner, at least. I don't know if it's necessarily cleaner. It's just has a wider selection. Tanay is very specific. This is pretty. These are actually pretty good. Newground has. You want another pack? Like no. Pack me. Indian and right, so Tanay is mainly just South Asian. American. I do like how I like the the dead fish selection at Tanay. That's just out about. It does cool. smell very good back there. Also, I like how they have the the rotisserie chickens in bags, just sitting, not in any sort of cooling. <laughs> and the front section of the store is just a war zone. Having having worked in a in a Chinese restaurant, I see a lot of similarities between how Tan A stores things versus how they did at my job as well. Just I'm not I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying that's a bad or a good thing. I'm just saying I see similarities. Let the record show. <laughs> okay, I don't so, want this to be used as a in a, in a deposition. So there really is no reason to. 
the suit and the tie. He's a Justin Timberlake fan. Which is not a good place to be right now after his recent... Uh... Agent 46. Hmm. Agent 46. <laughs> you think about what that's a reference to? I thought that was 47. It and, is. Uh, it's a okay. joke. That's why I'm the... I, okay, I decided I really don't like these. <laughs> I think they're pretty good. They yeah, literally just bad. craisins, but like... Of all the things we've eaten on this show... You'd like eating the grass, but not yeah, the, the, the craisins. Yeah, the grass that had basically no taste. <sighs> yes. Here's what I think you should do. I should need to unwrap another pack of them. I think you, it's the texture that I'm not liking. I think you need to take them and go... The entire thing and chew through it? But just from the side, Once kind again, of like a texture, really tall sandwich. The texture is what I'm not liking. Yeah, that's okay. But how's the taste? I wonder what they would be like if I if Boiled you put them in a uh, bowl of cereal in a cup of tea. I mean, you can take a pack with you. So <laughs> report back. That's your that's your assignment for this week. You think it'd be good in a green tea? Uh, a wafer. You try yours. I'll put mine in my jasmine tea at home, and we'll compare notes. Once again, he's got to brag. You have green, I have jasmine. I'm just saying I have another tea to try it in. One more syllable. Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> jasmine. Jism. My Jesuit tea. So, Dewey. Yes. Good to see you again. Same with Bob, also here. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll go first this week. I don't know. Oh, oh you're just going to make the executive decision, I see. Okay. Well, that's what we did last year. Last week and last year. <laughs> Um, you know what? I'll let you have the floor. You okay. know what? I'm going to go first. Okay. So, in an unprecedented move, Bob is coming out and taking your place. You I'm sure we're all familiar with Thomas and Jerome. Thomas the Tank? Oh, yes. I can't wait to hear about this. I watched 2021's documentary. That's not a shocking documentary. Unless it is. Unless but a cat know. named Thomas and a mouse named Jerome. Oh, yes, of course. Can you just oh start calling God. it what it is so people can... Sorry, well, I just well, looked up the Rotten Tomatoes of 26%. Only 26? Yeah. And Listen, it, it's playing at Bowtie at 7 p.m. Apparently, it's the, it's it. the highest grossing box office film of the year. Of course it is, because it's the only one that's probably been in the theaters. $39.7 million versus its $79 million bu uh, budget. So it's not doing Who's so Who's in this? Oh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Mortez, Rob Delaney, Colin Jost, Daniel, Michael uh, Pena. Okay. Uh, the, um, the fuck is his name? Who's the Who's the guy? I Colin Jost, is that the guy? White guy? He is white, yeah. Ben okay. Affleck? Wait. Oh, Ken Jong is on it too. Of course. From Community. This and other things. What do you know about about Tom and Jerry? Oh, um, I used to watch old cartoons all the time on Cartoon Network before they started showing new cartoons. Until they went to Boomerang. Do you think kids No. Have any idea who Tom and Jerry is? I think they do. I think they don't give a fuck, though. Kids as in... Sorry, it's just gross. Coleman just, just, took, just eating handfuls Coleman of just took a huge chunk out of the whole stack of... Vanilla, How was it? Manila wafers. They're fine. Manila folders. Um, Kids as in kids who are currently kids? Like children right now. No, probably not. Isn't that weird? 
Maybe this is them <laughs> trying to get them back in there. But for what? Why? Because <laughs> someone's sitting on this property and they're like, we got, we mm-hmm. have to like make a movie or do something with this and we can probably make some money if we can get some kids in here. From the second paragraph on the paragraph paragraph on the Wikipedia, <clears throat> originally announced as a live-action computer animated film in 2009, the film languished in development hell for several years. Plans eventually shifted from producing an entirely animated film to an, uh, in the same vein as the original theatrical shorts in 2015. The film again became a live-action animated hybrid in 2018, with animation produced by the Warner Animation Group, and filming again in 2019. So, from the get-go, it was probably going to be pretty fucked up because it took so long to get going. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that Tom and Jerry, they must be pretty close to entering the public domain. Maybe this is like a last-minute cash grab. That's kind of what I felt Yeah, like. do you think it's just so they can retain rights because they have to, like... Possibly. Like like the Tony Hawk... What was it? Tony Hawk 5? Where mm-hmm. they like just rushed that out just so they could... Because they were about to lose the rights to it because they only had a contract for a certain number of years. Mm. So they just put out that game just as a last, just a last ditch effort to make some money it's while they still owned it. It's certainly possible. <clears throat> Do you know Tom's full name? Thomas. Tom Cat. Thomas D. Cat and Jerome A. Mouse. Is that, really, is that correct? I'm pretty sure that's accurate. That's pretty good. Jerry Mouse. Jerome. It's Jerry Mouse. Okay, in the credits oh, of the sorry, movie. Oh, sorry, Jerome A. Mouse. Thank you're right. you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking idiot. His first appearance was 1940. So yeah, he's got to be showing close to, I don't know, how long is the, what is the public domain? I thought it was 70 years. We're pretty close. Well, no. Let's see. <clears throat> Isn't it 70 years after the last? The last... I don't fucking Man, this mic is sensitive. But but you watched it in theaters. <laughs> I watched it in theaters. You did. I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> That's what Tom would have wanted. He's yeah. dead now. God rest his soul. I can't believe you went to see it in theaters. That's I did not know that part. No, I didn't. I, I rented okay. it from a digital rental. A digital rental website. Damn it. That would have been really cool if you just saw it. <laughs> really, no, it's, it's on really H- cool. It's on HBO Max also. Oh, thank God. It was one of those where it's like in theaters and at the same time on HBO Max. So you could watch your like nude film and then you can also watch Tom and Jerry. Watch a skin flick and a cartoon from the 40s. Picture in picture. Two birds, one stone. It says the most criticized aspect being the story's focus on the human characters over the titular (laughs) duo. Would you agree with that statement? How would, yeah, how would you make a movie about, a a feature length movie about two characters who don't speak and just like their whole gimmick is they hit each other with hammers that's pretty cool they could give them names or they could they have names they have names they just they've never they've never talked they can't talk now so they don't talk they don't talk i don't like that that's weird i mean that's also their gimmick who is going to voice tom and who's going to voice jerry in the next movie coming out let's get some picks um Who's a disgraced actor? Louis C.K. will voice Tom. Oh, my God. I was going to say Jerry could be done by... Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, no. No, oh, he's a cat. That's hard to tell. Terrible uh, Jerry. Michael yeah. Richards. So, I was going to say... Uh, what was I going to say? Jerry can be voiced by... Uh, oh, uh, who's that guy? Don- Ozzy Osbourne. DeVito. Oh, okay, DeVito. yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. 
Detective Pikachu. Why do you keep coming after me? <laughs> oh, I watched uh, 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 a Danny DeVito movie too. I watched Death to Smoochie. Great I'm sorry. Never heard of it. Have you not seen Death to Smoochie? No, I have. He's never heard of it. Oh. Can you not tell the difference between our voices? I'm sorry. <laughs> Once I start hearing stuff, my eyes just blur. <laughs> it's a, that's a really good movie. I, I think. only have enough power to you know, devote to one sense at a time. Uh, DeVito, no, DeVito directed it. Known really good movie, Death to Smoochie. Do you not like it? Not really. Really? I mean, the last time I saw it was on Comedy Central, like 15 years ago. It's worth a watch. I don't believe you. It's got Edward <laughs> Norton. He's killing it. It's very good. Uh, uh, try, stop trying to sidetrack us. Killing okay. his career. What? Um, so what is the what is the movie about? We still don't know anything. So the about movie. That. Okay, this also doesn't make any sense. The movie is about Chloe Grace Moritz. Is that her name? Mortez. Mortez. Mm-hmm. It's about her character lying on a job resume to become the wedding planner for a Instagram celebrity couple because the wedding is going to be at this hotel. I'm just going to look. I'm just going to watch. she just wants to go to the hotel? And she wants to, I guess, get a job being the wedding planner at the hotel. I'm just watching the trailer muted just to see how awful it is. But keep going. What, and what doesn't make sense about this oh, is that God. she is not doing any wedding planning throughout this entire movie. She is just basically... This looks terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. She she's just basically working as like a hotel manager. Okay. Which is very bizarre. It doesn't really make any sense. And she's tasked with removing Jerry mm-hmm. from the hotel because he's uh making a, a ruckus. Which no, none of their motivations make sense. So she, so then does she hire a? She hires Thomas. Okay. To catch Jerome. Well, she has. To, this has been going on for decades now. How does she not understand that? I mean, it's been going on since the dawn of time. If you want to talk about uh, cats and mice, that's true. But this is just so offensive. Uh, it's th- also the the celebrity couple. They put together a, what I would call, I mean, I'd, I'm not an expert in this subject, but I would deem an offensive wedding that happens. The uh, the couple, the Instagram celebrity couple is the one guy that you said his name earlier, I forgot. Danny DeVito? No. <laughs> <laughs> and... The bride is oh, uh, Colin Jost. Colin Jost, and the bride is Indian American, and the wedding is a full-on like elephants and peacocks and bright colors, like stereotype of an Indian wedding mm-hmm. that they throw, and it's it can't be like above board. <laughs> like if someone has to be offended by. It how they went about doing that everything Mm. about this is just so gross it's extremely bizarre and also all of the music in the movie is archival is no like tribe called quest and like 90s hip-hop it's a very bizarre choice because that's not really what i would have associated with like a tom and jerry movie is like an all 90s hip-hop soundtrack 
There's a section here for music. Mm-hmm. What does it say there? You can buy the album. It has 30 tracks. I'm sure it's a good album. On July 22nd, 2020. Are you typing? No. Were you? No. No, oh, too. It was announced that Tim Story's recurring collaborator and composer Christopher Lennertz is set to compose the score of the film. That's all it says about music. Okay. No tidbits. It just... Uh, it just looks not good. There's merchandise available, but it's like, who cares about this? Yeah, I'm trying. To, I, I wonder if it would. I feel it's like it could have been a cash grab, but it's like I can't see anyone wanting this. I feel like it was just on the books for so long. They're like, let's go ahead and just get this out of the way. Let's yeah. clear our backlog. Let's put it out right now when things aren't doing well anyway. Yeah. Let's take a loss on it so we can have a tax write off. The label is coming out. Wow. You put on the suit and then you just now you see the ones and zeros. <laughs> I mean it's 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 not a bomb. It's made forty over eighty, which isn't apparently it did really well in uh I think Singapore and somewhere in South America. Let's see, reception. Let's see. There's like a note in in the reception uh part of the Wikipedia where where it like was like a blockbuster in Singapore. <laughs> Wow. Uh, the film was initially released in seven international markets, grossing 1.4 million. Singapore led with $457,000. <laughs> By its second week in international release, the film was playing in 16 markets, including debuting at number one in Brazil with $746,000. And this Mexico, to Brazil. $395,000. Tom and Jerry come to Brazil. In the United States and Canada, the film grossed $4 billion from 2,400 theaters on its first day of release. Hmm. I just don't know. I don't know who wanted this movie. I, don't, I can't imagine a child in 2021 either knowing who Tom and Jerry are in the first place or wanting to see this movie. Yeah. The box office mojo headline is Tom and Jerry animate a sleepy winter box office with 13.7 million bow. Bow, the wow. second highest opening of the pandemic era. Does that mean that it was sleepy until they got there? Or it's, I think they're well. Generally, in the winter time, there aren't big releases anyway because it's award season. People aren't really paying attention. Uh, you know, people put big things out in the summer, um, but I think COVID kind of fucked that all up. Um, there's nothing really else in the fucking theaters right now either. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, only single digit IQ people are going to movie theaters so I guess they're just this is who would see it I mean I'm looking at some box office mojo shit and it's bleak like there's nothing (laughs) it's like top 2021 movies Tom and Jerry is in third right now You know, Wonder Woman 1984 is still on the board, and that's been out for a a long time, as well as online. That was pretty rough, too. What's really interesting is that they're still able to, like, make some money, even though things are streaming everywhere. Yeah, how do they calculate that in with box office? They don't, probably. I I would imagine, because it's not box office. It's home box office. H-B-O. Oh, my God. I get it. I get it now. Um, All right. But enough of that shit. I also played a game. What's that? And this game is not... Solitaire. 
Have you heard of Windows Solitaire? Mm. No, I'm kidding. This is a game from 2019, so it's not a new game at all. Okay. It's called World War Z. Oh, was this a free game on Games Pass? <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> I just feel like the only way you would anyone would ever play this game is if it was free on Games Pass, because it sounds like that's where it would be. Let me hear about this, because I, I actually heard good things about this game and i can't remember if it was like people saying that the multiplayer was good or that like overall it was just like they thought it would be shit but it actually was like not bad this is world war z world war z is daisy 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 is the arma mod yes world war z is a second it's a book it's It's is it based off the movie it's based off of the book there was a movie which was also based off the book written by mel gibson's son no, Mel, <laughs> Mel Blank's son. Okay, I was about to say. Nice. Whoa. Uh, what? Uh, where was I? Brad Pitt's in it. Brad Pitt's in the. Have movie. you seen the movie? The movie is. So, He's the pit. The How movie is, is really funny. It had five hundred forty million in box office. I'm sure it was a huge movie. I don't remember it being bad. Yeah, I remember I mean, it I being terrible, but it's I really fun watch. to watch. Also, Matthew Fox played the parajumper pretty crazy dude parajumper it's like the fifth top build cast it's like who's that guy i don't even fucking know um max brooks better than a single jumper am I right? is the writer wait did i say mel blanks i think i don't know mel blank is uh was a car- old mel, cartoon person mel, from the 30s. Yeah, mel blank mel brooks's <laughs> mel brooks's mel brooks's daughter son. i mean the <laughs> son this game is so fun though i was looking on games pass for yeah. like co-op games mm-hmm. just like because I don't, I don't really enjoy playing single player games much lately. Yeah. So I was looking for co-op games and I found this was like one of the top ones that popped up. And it's a pretty standard four person co-op. Survive. Survive. Not, not survival. It's like a wave. Okay. It, well. What is, you would have to do in the game. So Someone has something to say. Max Brooks yes. wrote World War Z yes. in 2006. Yes. Then in 2018, he wrote Minecraft, The Island, and came out today is his book, Minecraft, The Mountain. What are these? What are the Minecraft books? I don't know, but it came out as we're recording this. It came out today, March 2nd, 2021. Shit. I thought I'd throw that in there. He's I also might, done comics, apparently. He also wrote the zombie survival guide, which I actually had a copy of. Me too. I <laughs> I liked the book. Oh, okay, you did. No. The, the zombie survival guide or World War Z? I, World War Z. Minecraft okay. the Island. In I, I mean, in high school, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. No, not high school. No, it would have come 06. out right after I graduated, but... You know, everybody goes through a rough time after graduation of high school. There, there was a time. There was a time when zombies were cool. In that time, they were cool, and then they were just fucking burnt. And then within a, <laughs> within three years, it was like my zombie family ate your stick figure family. Yeah, and I then mean, zombie task force. <laughs> so season you, fifteen, you of read the, the book, dead. You watched the movie, and now you're playing the game. Is this like an on-rails narrative or? There's, okay, so the way the book works is it's <laughs> like. how book works. It's like j- journal entries from people who are not necessarily connected. Okay. So each chapter is like a different viewpoint of 
whatever zombie shit is happening, you know, all over the world. Yes. So the game is, I guess, more or less that style of each chapter is a different part of the world and you're playing through four people. It's always four people because that's the like fire team or whatever is always four people. And there's it's classes. So you have your Do you think War War Z is Left for Dead fan fan service? So I don't know what Left for Dead is. I've seen the game a millions of times. Because that was like the OG, at least. Okay. In World War Z, do you have to get from one point to another and there's a series of series of checkpoints and waves of zombies as they come as you go through the level? Yes. Then yes. It I'm is sure a, it is a, a wave based okay. checkpoint. Go to one point to another. It's I'm, just like it sounds just like that's what Left 4 Dead is. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're you start off at one place, you have four characters, you have to get to a certain place. In between that place, there's like one or two, sometimes three checkpoints, I think. Yeah. And that gives you time to like get materials, heal up and shit like that, and then go out. But okay. like what while I, you're on your way there, you're getting attacked by zombies. What so I'm it, thinking happened is he played Left 4 Dead and was like, I'm going to write a book and then did. Did well, Left 4 Dead come out before? No, I think the book came out yeah. before that. No, Left 4 Dead was out in like... But well, actually, I don't know. No, because I think Left 4 Dead was, there's, was Xbox there's, there's, 360, wasn't you know what? it? There's no way we could figure this out. Let's just keep talking yeah, about Yeah, sorry. Yeah, here. keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, Left 4 Dead came out in 08, so maybe they read his book. <laughs> so I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's a Left 4 Dead clone then. Yeah, that's, it sounds like it yeah. is. But some of the fun parts of this are everything is randomized for the most part. Mm-hmm. So where items will spawn in the world change every time. Cool. So, so if you if you life. fail a mission when you restart it, the shit is not going to be in the same places. Okay. Um, I like that in the games. It just it it makes it a little more interesting because then you're does. not like memorizing your your path to get to each checkpoint. Yeah, a little RNG mixes things up. But having not played Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of fun with this. <laughs> That's a fun statement. Having not played the game that it's based on. Yeah, I mean, is it you playing it solo? No. Me right. and friend of the show, Connor, are playing through it. Interesting. We're about, I think we're like... Does he have Game Pass too? Yeah. Okay. We're like halfway through the, uh, the co-op campaign. Okay. Now, is the co-op campaign identical to the single player? Is there a single player? I think there is a single player, but... I can't imagine why you'd want to play it single player because it's, I'm sure, the same game. Just assigns you with like three AIs or whatever. And the AIs are pretty good. I know a lot of times in like these types of like third person shooter games, the AI that you're teamed up with are just garbage. Just like walking into walls. And these are, so it is wave based, but there are, if you go stealth, you can bypass a lot of waves like you won't trigger a wave if you can stealth through a, a, a little section okay so, so if, if you, you have there's a reason to try and be sneaky about it there is so if you go like silenced weapon then the ai that you're with will also go silenced that's weapon. nice so that's good because you're not like that reminds me of like uh ghost recon yes like you put your silencer on they go silencers on you're like yeah ah, i got you yeah but <clears throat> Despite, I'm sure it being just a, I'm sure anyone who's a Left 4 Dead fan would say that this game sucks and is just a copy. Mm. But me not not knowing what Left 4 Dead is really, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Left 4 Dead wasn't, Left 4 Dead wasn't like that 
amazing of a game in retrospect. It was just like the only thing like it at the time. And it's it's what makes it fun is playing it with friends and also yeah. having the procedurally generated shit in the world. It has the same thing. I'm sure that World War Z does a thing or two different that makes that makes it stand out. So, have you seen the movie? No. Mm-mm. So a thing from the movie that the the zombies do is. You know how like ants will yeah. climb on top of each other and like form a bridge across yeah. something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a thing that the m- movie did. Yeah, I've seen some videos of that, and the game does it too. Yeah. So it's That's not like cool. it's not waves like uh, Call of Duty zombies kind of thing, where it's you know waves where they just like you know forty of them will swarm you at once. This is like hundreds of them swarming you. You get any frame drops? No, which is surprising. I mean, the game isn't like super intensive, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, there's like hundreds of, of models moving on screen at a time. And you can shoot you guns. Yeah, guns. Okay. You can and shoot them. Any of them? You can shoot any of them. And it's like pretty much a one or two shot kill with any weapon. Okay. So you have, I mean, you get swarmed by like hundreds of characters at a time and you can just fucking Rambo it and blow them away and it's very satisfying in that way because it's you don't have to like headshot 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 you can just street sweeper them and oh yeah that's fun that reminds me i've used to really like playing um dead rising and that was something excuse me at the time was really interesting to me is that there were so many and it like wouldn't bog down yeah like in dead rising you'd have like a bunch of fuckers coming at you and be fine go down into the basement and drive around in the car yeah, I did that. It took me like three days. Yeah. <laughs> That's real gaming. <laughs> oh, you're a gamer? <laughs> well, hell yeah. I mean, you're going to keep playing. You're going you to finish it or you're going to think you're just going to like play a little bit and then like call it? I mean, we've got, we've got momentum going now and we're finally at the point where you like level up your like whatever class you choose. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, it, there's like the the heavy like explosive demolitions class. There's like the battle rifle like all around class there's like medic class there's like different perks that are associated with like leveling up each class Mm -hmm. so we're kind of at the point now where we're like midway through the skill tree of like unlocking different perks and it's getting a lot more fun because you have like better starting weapons now and you know different perks that like you're grenades do different things and longer range on you know stationary uh guns and stuff like that so the game is getting a lot more fun now that we've unlocked fun stuff fun stuff it was fun at first just because it was like new and like figuring it out but now Mm -hmm. that we like have it a little more figured out it's getting more hashtag fun nice lmfao style thank you Mm mm-hmm and then that's why you're wearing a suit. That's why I'm wearing a suit. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think that's all I've been playing. I started a, a new Pokemon Shield Newslock run. Oh, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not far enough into it to talk about it yet. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear about that. I will keep you updated. Ah, I can't wait. Started with a uh, squabble. 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 Cool. That's great. That's squabble. Squabble. <laughs> uh, name of the character is actually squabble. 
So just remember that, people at home. Squabble. We don't need any corrections on that. I'm mixing score bunny with them. So. Yes. No. I uh do you know the character's name? Sobble. Okay. Just make sure. <laughs> Dewey's like <laughs> proof that you know his name. <laughs> Spell it out. Yeah, name one hundred and fifty Pokemon. Go. Well, with uh, the news locker on, I have to nickname him. So Talk, we, should, we, should, we should have for a bonus. We should press record and see if we can name all 150 original Pokemon. Easy. I think I could do that. Do you think you could do that? Yeah. Without looking? In order? Not in order. No, not in order. Do you think it. we can get them all? I think I could. I think I could. We should try it. It's burned into my fucking We psyche. should try it. Okay. At some point. Okay. Yeah. And we can play Pokemon music in the background. I had a friend. Charizard, Muck. I had a friend. Catch him, catch him, gotta get at a time, at a time, I had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> one time, yeah, this one time I had a friend. Yeah, this, come on, I, let's not live in the past, buddy. I had a friend right. who could tell you which Pokemon it was just from like the the <laughs> the sound it would make in the game, <laughs> like the sprite sound. Yeah, I could, I could probably do. You think we could do that? I could do a a bunch of the OG. Yeah, I mean we only should. the OG. Let's see. Let's see if we can bu- combine both of those into one bonus. Okay, we'll play like the original like battle sounds. See if you can name it, and then we'll s- we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I like that. I like that. I want to go next. All right, Dewey, what do you have? Okay, so I actually played a new game. <laughs> Coleman, you can go. It's okay. Okay, um, I'll be the bigger man. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I watched a movie called Tom and Jerry. <laughs> So I played two, count them, new games in the past week. Yeah. One I played a little bit of. New because to it's you or new in general? Both, actually. Well, Lego Star Wars. And I, I play, and had, Lego okay, Jurassic Park. So yes, I've been playing Lego Star Wars still. Super fun. Love it. Um, so I also played... There's a cousin is still staying with you? Yeah. Um, there's a demo right now on Steam for this game called Contraband Police. Okay. So I've not heard about this, which is exceptionally <laughs> odd because I hear about it. It's everything. not out yet. So it's just a demo. And you, you have the Blue Lives sticker on your car? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's actually my whole car is Blue Lives Matter. Gotcha. I drive a giant sticker. Um, remember that game I played called Papers, Please? Yes. You might recall two or three years ago. It's a game in which you were a border cross guard and you had to like look at people's passports and figure out if they were trying to sneak in or not. This game is similar to that, except it's more live action. Really? It's more live action in which you are a border police inspector in a communist country in the early 1980s. Every second driver is a smuggler and the vehicles are stuffed with hidden contraband documents, vehicles, cargo. Everything is subject to detailed control. So basically, you're at this border crossing, a car pulls up, they hand your ID, you have to like look at it and like make sure it's not expired. Basically, you're just like a cop in this game. So it's your fantasy. Obviously, I'm wet. Um, And like you can ask people to get out of the car, you can like profile them, cut their seats open, and you are, you get money in the game for every like person you catch. There's also some like added elements in which you have to like arrest people, take them to the labor camp you can go by the store and like Put kids in cages yeah you know like normal shit and i was surprised at how see games like this are interesting because you can usually 
I mean, okay, so you know how in Scooby-Doo or an old animation, you could tell something was going to move because it was like drawn different? Yeah. Yeah. Games in which that are that are like this, in which something is hidden, kind of have an element of that. Usually, yeah. it's like, hard to explain. It like, it's, it's like a point and click kind of game. It's not point and clicky. It's all first person, and it's actually a oh. VR game. But you can play. Uh, so I was expecting there to be some sort of element of like you'll know it's a smuggler's car because it'll roll up differently or something. Like something you'll be able to spot. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to smell a drug cigarette. Right. But it's not. It's not that easy. Uh, you really do have to look uh, when a someone when a car pulls in. You have to like walk around it, and you have to note like, does it have any flat tires? Is it missing a mirror? Are there any mirrors broken or windows broken? And you have to like click through it and take numbers. Of, you open your little portfolio and you click like two broken windows, like one flat tire, and then um, and that indicates drugs being inside. No, but because I will tell you, I have had all of those things, and I've never had drugs inside my vehicle. I'm just saying that even when you're not looking for drugs or cigarettes or booze, you're just judging or electronics. People. You still have to like look at every car and be a fascist about it. Um, so fascist simulator is really fun. Okay. It's an interesting game. I only played it for about an hour, um, and uh, it's it is a VR game, but you can play it regularly. Um. I might revisit it once it actually comes out, but it has a, has a lot. It was a lot uh, more to it than I thought. There's a lot of mechanics in it. You can drive. Um, you can like open up people's hoods and get underneath the cars, and it's kind of cool. I like how you're eating it one piece at a time. What do you want me to eat? A handful? I don't want you to do anything. <laughs> Fine, I'll sit here quietly. <laughs> no, no. It's just funny to watch you like reach in the bag, grab one. No, you can keep going. Okay, well, the thing with Chex Mix is... I know you're going to mute your track later. It's fine. I only like certain pieces in Chex Mix. Hmm. And I like to eat them at specific times. Hearing you say this with the suit and tie is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say hypothetically. I like to eat a couple of the dark brown Chex pieces. We don't have any of those. The rye chips? Yeah, these. Whatever these dark ones are. I like to eat those. those not the, the not the bread ones. But okay. The... And then I'll go with the lighter checks. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go with the pretzel rod. Okay. And in that order is the order I like to go. Okay. It's a palate cleanser. Pretzel rod. Anyway, I played another game called Chex Mix Simulator. Uh, Chex- no, oh, you I... played Chex Quest 2.0? <laughs> I played another game. Called Valheim. Called Valheim. You played it for an hour and... Two an hour point two. I realized I was called him out. I love this. I realized I was on invisible in Steam for some reason. So I don't know who I was dodging one day, but uh, I never turned it back off because I've been playing a ton of shit. And like I was like, oh, it has has been on like seven weeks. Yeah, I know. I was wondering the same thing. I I was like, oh, let me look at this game. And I was like trying to find your profile. I was like, oh, Valheim, an hour. Yeah, for a little over an hour with. I didn't know. <laughs> Valheim is cool. We should play. I haven't played with anybody yet. We've talked about this. We this is almost time. the third week we've talked about Valheim being No, fun. it's not. No, it's the second week. It's the second week. But he talked about it last week. I'm talking about this week because I actually went and bought it and played it, which I think like is worth talking about. Well, like, I bought it too. Can I talk about it? Have you played it yet? A little bit. Yeah. Well, I've probably played more, bitch. Damn. Maybe we should play this weekend. if we're. That would be cool. Um, yes, I like please. it a lot. 
I built a house. It was really hard. Right? That's what I was saying. It's like, <laughs> it feels so cumbersome to use the mechanic of just building. What I did is I put, well, it's like I didn't want to, I was building in like this hilly area. Yeah, same. And you can't bury shit, no. can you? So, we, there might be a way, but I couldn't figure out how to like change the land. What I did was I put posts in the ground, mm -hmm. built a floor on that, and then yeah. I deleted the posts. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know if that will fuck up something though. It won't. It you, worked. How? See, the whole thing about the game is like, from what I can tell, is like it has weird ways that it interacts with itself. So, like, like I was saying, like you can like build a house, but you'll die from the smoke in the house if you don't make a, a chimney. But also, if it rains, it will rain down and put out your fire and shit like that. So I'm thinking, and like I said, with the post, you so, have to put post up. The thing is, when you do your roof. You make it so that it's not a completely closed roof. You do like yeah. a roof with like a hole. Yeah. But I can't get a fire inside my place yet. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. But I I did the torches. Yeah. And I did the bed and I know it says like you feel rested. So I know my house works at yeah. least. And I did a window. Nice. Gotta yeah. have a window. window. See those goblins and then I coming around. I was wondering, I've been walking around naked this whole time. Yeah. And I finally killed a boar and it was like, look all this new shit you can make. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So I need to do that. But it's fun. I, I like the style. I like the music a lot. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty relaxing. Um, I, um, trying to think of other things about it. Can you, one thing I don't like is that when you use a tool all the way and it just sits there and blinks in your inventory. Yeah. Like, what do you, can you do something to it? Um, besides just throwing on the ground? I think you just have to throw it on the ground or you can like f repair it, but I don't know if that's actually what you're supposed to do. I think I just like dragged it out of the inventory and then put a new one in there. Same. Uh, and then I walked over and picked it up again. Yeah. But I I am I am purposely not seeking out answers. I want to see if I can figure things out by yeah. myself. Yeah. Like I'm sure I could look online and be like, hey, can I bury ship? I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'll just build on yeah. something. Um, definitely feels like Minecraft a little bit, which is cool. Um, like I said before, I like the graphics a lot. Um, the music's good. And I've always spent a little bit of time with it, but immediately I was kind of like, all right, I gotta get this fucking wood. I gotta go punch some trees. I gotta cut down some trees. Uh, I'm just interested to see. Is it is it early access? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where where it goes from here, if it goes anywhere. I think when we, when I talked about it last week, I was like, "Oh, they have like three million players," and then like by the time I checked it the next day, they're at four million. That's fucking because sick. we talked about it. Not since we talked no, about because it. We <laughs> talked because about we talked about. It. Yeah, I think we're. I mean, exponentially, this game is exploding because of us. A lot of so, people are saying. Well, I mean, a lot of my great friends and wonderful people are telling me how much that this game really changed them, and they're thankful for the things that I've said specifically, but. They really love Viking stuff. Yeah. Like runes and stuff like that. I mean, I'm already looking at like how some people have made some shit and I'm already just like, holy fuck. Like I made a shitty house and it took me the better part of 45 minutes. Yeah. And then I'm seeing like people's big ass, like long Viking houses. So that's cool. It's cool that people are able immediately to like hone in on that. Yeah, every time I play one of these games, I start off like, okay, I need to get materials and shit like that. And I start making stuff, and then it's like nighttime happens, and I'm like, oh, I don't have a place to sleep, so I'm just like, just like making standing shit. by. You're standing by your fire all night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no, you I gotta, feel cold. Yeah, it's like I said, I uh, when I was playing, I made a fire next to my bed, 
But then it was like, oh, you don't need, you don't have a roof, and so I made a roof over my head. It's, it's like, like, oh, you, you don't have die. enough walls, and I was like, god damn it! The game really nickel and dimes you, huh? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we should definitely play that. What, Maybe we um, can organize something this Friday or Saturday. Maybe we can organize something. I, I mean, would love to. Great. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I watched Scary Movie 3 last night. Still really good. Um, Is that your favorite one? It's either two or three. They're both so good. Have you seen them? No. no I've seen the. Fuck I've you. seen the. I saw the first one. Yeah. Whatever. Um. The between two and three. Doofy was that his name? Officer Doofy. Officer Doofy. Yeah. What was his deal? What do you mean? He's weird a character, huh? I'm not gonna address that. <laughs> he seemed pretty normal to me. Uh. There's a lot of that movie that is all of those movies there. Remember when he did a big cum? Yeah, it sounds like me every morning. Um, she stuck to the ceiling because of his yes, big cum. That's he two. Did? Yes, that's two. Scary movie two. Yeah, I thought that was the first one. It's in both, I think, actually. Oh, <laughs> they recycled the weed, it. The big weed plant. Yeah, it's really funny. That's the second. Remember one. Remember when they did the yeah. "What's Up" joke from that's the commercial? The that's the second one. The second Chillin', one. Chilling, killing. Yeah, I thought that was the first one. Maybe I have seen the second one then. You should not really get down and dirty and just watch them all. I I guarantee you the fourth one is really bad and the fifth one's even worse. Two and three are kind of the sweet spot. The one where the two uh, differently abled people are making stabs at one another. Like oh, That's two, yeah. Yeah, do you want to... <laughs> His oh. arm's not really like that, so... I, I know. Well, neither is the other guy's legs. Yeah. He's not disabled. Yeah, well, that's maybe he was at the time. No. I had a <laughs> I had an acquaintance in high school who got in a car accident and was in a wheelchair for several months. All right, enough with bragging. And it was so deal this it episode? was so funny. And it was so sick. We went to Disney World. We got in front of every single line. He was the my best friend. And then he got better. And I fucking hate. We got him. to use the faculty elevator. And he's kind of whack anyway. It's cool. Dude, when I broke, so you're saying he deserves it? Saying I, he ran a stop sign and got t bones. So. When I broke my ankle and I would take the elevator up to Schaefer every day. Because the elevator is in the back of Schaefer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would ride the elevator up and then walk right into Schaefer, eat until my little heart was content, and then go back to the elevator and walk back home. And I never once did I attend VCU. I was about to say, what did you major in again? <laughs> I actually went to VCU and the most times I ate at Schaefer was when I didn't go there. I ate at Schaefer approximately zero times as a student at VCU. Same. I wasn't working and I lived like four blocks from Schaefer. So every day I would just hobble down on my crutches, go to Schaefer. Did eat, you just like keep the home. crutches after? I did, but I didn't have a, a thing on my leg anymore, so I couldn't really pull it off. Just could like wrap something up. Just get a boot. Yeah. That's true. You really should have. You should have gotten a boot because after I cast, did get you a boot. boot. I did get a boot, and I I didn't wear it. A lot of people. And now you have that weird limp. I, I can't think of many people being like kicking the the like crushes out from under you you're like yeah prove it prove that you're fucked up hey i don't believe it like someone acts like they're about to spill a giant pot of gazpacho and you're like oh, i got you and they're like aha <laughs> i knew it take him away um yeah I remember schaefer yeah Rest i remember uh waking up early to chill in schaefer court I okay i don't recall what does that mean hey r.i.p yeah whatever, anyways dude. i watched uh an entire show last night while i was at work i heard about this and i'm upset hold on why i'm gonna can i guess yeah am i gonna be able to guess yeah i've heard of this show yes probably it's like a newer show 
Strangers Think too. No. No. What? We talked about that like months ago. <laughs> Newer show. That this show is like four years old at this point. But okay. Uh Disjointed. No. Um, is it a Netflix show? It's Pel- no. Pelswick. Pen fifteen. No. Um, it's gotta be short. It's gotta be like six episodes, it's right? Like eight. Eight episodes? Yes, I didn't do anything at work. Have I seen this show? No. Hmm. What, what, me, what streaming platform let me, is it Let on? me help you. You Disney will Plus. you will marvel at the <laughs> effects and 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 script writing. Okay, I got it. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> That's, <nice. laughs> That's a movie. Oh shit. What is it? It is WandaVision. What is that? WandaVision. You had um, to have heard of this. So I don't know how much I want to say about the show because I don't want to spoil it, but in all honesty. I had like mid middling expectations going into it because I was like, okay, it's just another Marvel show. Is it black and white? What is what is it? Okay, I'm I'm getting sorry. I'm just I've never heard of this. Guys, don't worry. I'm gonna talk about the show. Don't rub the mic like that. (laughs) Yeah, I can still hear it. Uh, WandaVision is wanda's vision it's wanda sykes new show no is she in it <laughs> no it, it 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 deals with two heroes from the original marvel movies but the most of the show is shot like sitcoms during different eras of like uh american sitcoms so the it's the first show starts off and it's like 1950s and they they do a really good job of like shooting it in the aspect ratio of like the time four and three like, yeah the the like, colors and shit like that it looks they did really fucking good and they did because I used to be a really big fan of like Dick Van Dyke funny enough so like I'm watching it and it just seems like it's ripped out of that era other than like a few things here and there where they kind of like nod towards something's off with what's going on but it, like i said starts off with like 1950s 60s then they go to the 70s 80s 90s and like every time they do a new episode and it's like a new era they totally switch up like the the style of like the the show that is going on interesting it, it's it's actually if even if you don't really like care about superhero stuff that aspect of it is really fucking cool what, what is the superhero aspect of it Who's so, Wanda? So I don't want Wanda is is a character called Scarlet Witch. Um, her powers are kind of crazy. They're all over the board, like because of just the way that she is written. But basically, her whole thing is she can just like manipulate men. No. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Like, Tom does a floss dance in the movie. <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm glad right. that came back to you. Yeah. It just popped into my head. Um, sp- speaking of manipulating <laughs> men, uh, and, and the, the other character is Vision. In in the original movies, they're like a couple, and Vision is this like I think they call him a synthesoid. So he's not like <laughs> he's not he's not he's not a well at least in the comments com- comics he's like a synthesoid. He's not a robot. But he's like uh, this guy with a blocky head, right? No, I don't, let me look this I'd, up. I don't, that's Minecraft Steve. You're thinking of the, who's the guy that's sitting on the couch who's got like the fucking weird head? Homer Simpson. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, no, but he 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 was 
in the movies, I think they make him the AI that Tony Stark uses. Yeah, that's Vision. That is Vision. Or yeah, which one's Wanda? Wanda is the uh, the woman. Okay, the Scarlet Witch. Why does he look like this? Because he's a synthesoid. He's basically what is a synthesoid? I'm getting to that. It's God. when you're caught. When you're what? Basically, in the I don't know how they explain it in the movies, but in the comics, he's basically. Every, all he's like human, but he was built in a lab. Like so, all the parts that make him up are bio engineered, mm-hmm. and he is an AI. Um, so basically, he's like a robot that's basically human. And his powers, he can like change his density, so he can like fly. He can basically have human strength because he can change the density of himself. He can like go through walls because you know. So he's basically super smart AI, but he and I think he was originally. They try to like engineer him to be a weapon. So um, you, so you like this? No, I'm saying like you. The Marvel universe is interesting. I actually realized while I was watching this, the reason I like Marvel stuff so much is because I just like world building, and they do it. They did it so fucking well. They do it better than anyone else. I mean, they literally made a franchise of all these fucking movies and slowly built up itself, and like everyone else is like. DC is trying to do this. Other companies are like, we're going to have like uh, two a, we're gonna have a mummy movie and then we're going to have a Frankenstein movie. It's going to be the MGM universe. The like, dark universe. Exactly. People are trying to do this shit, but it's like no one's come close to doing what Marvel does. And I think that's so, why I like it so much. Fuck you, Disney money. That and I used to like comic books. But I mean, this He's, is like this is like a good break between like if you don't really care about like the bigger movies and stuff like that, I think from a just the way that they are shooting the episodes and like the comment that like is in the subtext of like 1960s to 1999 and like maybe even yeah early 2000s like the way that they're like commenting on those types of shows those sitcoms is really fucking cool like i didn't know what they were gonna do for the the early 2000s kind of era but it it feels like it's like it's uh the intro song because it's like they do it every like it's really fucking meta too because they have like intro songs and stuff like that and it's like i'm gonna get into slight spoilers here that's fine i'm never gonna watch this yeah so so anyone who doesn't want to know anything about this skip a, a few minutes ahead but basically wanda uses her powers to basically create a force field around this town um and basically, she she's like mind control. It so sounds she, extremely convoluted. She, she's basically controlling this entire t- town to like go about the, the way she wants them to because she wants to have this life with Vision, but Vision's dead. So she is basically going through grief of losing like the one because her whole, her whole like whole life is like real fucked up. It's like her character is just like a Com- like tragedy con- constantly like she loses her brother she's lost her uh, parents she lost like the person she loved so now she's like be- be- she's like this omnipotent basically powerful being and subconsciously using her powers to try and bring her dead like husband back to life and so it's this like weird thing about like grief and like how you deal with like the loss of people too there um and how she's like trying to bring back people who are dead and then there's like 
I don't know. I really liked it from that perspective, but also just like, oh, this this uh, early 2000s episode is like, or, or they, they did like a 90s episode. And I was like, this is just Malcolm in the middle. Like the way, like she, at one point she has two kids and they like have the little thing where they turn to the camera and talk to it about like what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like I was going to say the early 2000s episode, it feels like the office because it has like parts where it's like, they're acting out a scene, but then it goes into like the behind the scenes, them talking like, you know, in the office where it's like, it cuts like the to candid them. thing. Exactly. Mm. Um, it's, it's real meta. So, uh, I, I like stuff like that. I mean, you know, Bob and I have no interest in WandaVision yeah. and yeah. that's okay. Well, but I still enjoy hearing you talk about it and it sounds like with anything that Disney does, it's very yeah. well done. Yeah. They have a lot of money yeah. to throw at it. And, they are they like putting out a good product Mm -hmm. and i think they realize that marvel is one of their most profitable brands so i don't think there is any way this was gonna be bad yeah it's just a matter of like how good is it gonna be um it also answers some questions about in the movies when thanos does a snap and everyone disappears it it goes into a little bit about what happened to those people while they were gone and and stuff like that which is another thing that like they just kind of brush over in the movies. So I like that they kind of built out more of that aspect of it. And honestly, if it sounds like enjoyable in any sense, I would say just watch like three episodes. And if you don't like it, then drop it. But like, I think there's enough of like what's going on in this like 1950s sitcom that just like that part there's just something like unsettling about like them going throughout their day and it feels like no, totally normal but then there's parts that like it gets like unsettling and it for at least for me even if it wasn't a marvel thing i'd be like what the fuck is going on here so does it this is kind of i just realized those are triangles um they're not does it feel like show yeah okay no it definitely so i mean let me rephrase that up until this point we've had marvel shows but and a lot of movies but like it feels more like a show and less like a movie oh for sure I'm asking. Yeah. yeah okay yeah because they do they do it's very they're very good at the episodic thing i mean disney not only did this do the show episodically but i mean they did mandalorian which felt like you know old western show but now in 2000 very true 21 with space uh yeah i actually really fucking liked it so which i honestly had low expectations because everyone was freaking out about it i was like this is gonna be fine but i was like oh i kind of like the meta narrative on stuff and i must roll in a different crowd because i've never heard tell of this at all yeah well you're kind of stupid so um well do you do you i mean have they announced a second season i'm sure there's gonna be i think there's gonna be a second season or or they might even like tie it into the movies somehow that's kind of like the whole that's the another reason why marvel keeps getting me and i'm like actually i kind of <laughs> like this is because like the 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 plot thickens every time there's a new marvel show. keeps getting due yeah okay uh i also played a new game did you know yeah pray tell I started playing Persona 5 Strikers. Is this the, the soccer, soccer one? Game? No. <laughs> Good joke, though. Um, Persona 5 Strikers is made by the same people who did the, what is it called? Um, Breath of the Wild, but it's a Musou game. Basically, they took Persona 5 and they made it 
kind of feel like dynasty warriors or at least that's the idea same thing with like uh oh yeah Dyn- uh hyrule warriors um fire emblem warriors it's the same deal but they did it with persona the thing is is they persona do it five. i think i think they do it better than ever here because i'm not really a fan of muso games like dynasty warriors and stuff like that it's just like there's too much going on it seems kind of mindless and it it's it doesn't keep my attention for very long this game is mindless no that's what i'm saying is they they did it differently for this game. warrior style franchise games yes uh, like you know the hack and slash dynasty warriors you, yeah i rule you you swing your sword and like 20 people go flying Pikmin. that's pretty cool um, pikmin warriors and Pick this man in this game though um the combat isn't as like crazy mm-hmm. like it, it's not as like I, at least i remember playing dynasty warriors on playstation 2 and it was just like bonkers crazy whereas in this game there's a little more nuance t- to like the f- the actual combat because you can do like spells and stuff like that that were you they basically transfer a lot of the like stuff you do in the turn-based combat of persona 5 but you can do it in an action base so it's like you can attack 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 and then like bring up like if you hold uh R- attack attack is my favorite R- if you hold r1 it brings up like your spells and then like if you can do a spell that hits an enemy that weakens them they go down just like in the regular game and then you can do an all-out attack where basically your characters fill up the screen and like just fuck everyone up and like all out attack yeah. sounds like a pop punk band. It's, it probably is in like Australia or something. Uh the thing the, what I really also like about this game is that it feels like it's a condensed version of a Persona game whereas like Persona 5 took Persona 5R took me like 120 something hours whereas this game they're moving the story along a lot quicker and I feel like from like what I've heard is that it's a little bit shorter but for people who are like, oh, Persona looks cool, and I like this, and I he, people hear about the story and how they might like it, but they don't want to put in 120 is it, hours. Is it the same story? It, it, it Oddly enough, it takes place after Persona 5, but it does not factor in the 20-hour uh, post-game of Persona 5R, like that extra like bit of time that they gave you in Persona 5R. So I think while they were creating Persona 5 Royal... Mm-hmm. they were also working on this like another team was working on this so it picks up from the end of persona 5 so if you played royal and you got that whole ec- extra last like semester of school uh 20 hours or whatever like that <laughs> after school special exactly you will be like oh why why isn't these characters and why aren't they talking about anything like that it also like if you had a relationship like a if you romance romance the character in the in the other game uh, it doesn't like carry your save over or anything like that. Bob, try and look like you were chain smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Like, try and look. What does this mean? I just look tired. It's we're for the interrupting Insta- Dewey right now. It's for the Instagram. It's. I don't want to be on Instagram, please. Too late. So uh, compare, compare. Okay, we've already compared it to the the real game. But my yeah. question is, if someone was looking, someone's like, I'm interested in Persona. Yes. Five or just Persona in general. Yeah. Which would you recommend they play? Uh, for, uh, it depends on what you're into. I mean, like you're not going to get the same. You're going to get a different experience with each. But like, I was, I would say if you, it depends on the type of gameplay you want, how long you want to play it, and uh, if you're willing to read like a wiki. 
So, uh, like, Persona 5 Royale yeah. would be, like, the in-depth, like, long version. You're going to yeah. get everything. And then this would almost be kind of like a, a abbreviated version. Para- no, it's it, like paraphrasing. Okay. The, I'll, give you, I'll give you the timeline. Persona 5 came out. While that was out, they started making Persona 5 Royal, which is, like, the thing that all Japanese studios do where it's like oh we're gonna put out the game again but add in like 20 hours of content a post game kind of thing but they were also making this game which takes place after persona 5 okay so this is like a side story actually this is like a summer vacation that they're going on this is like a dlc but bigger it's not even like that because it's a whole different type of gameplay it just, I, it just seems like it's a different game, but they're like, let's just attach the Persona Five universe to it. I guess it, I, having not played Persona Five, yeah. I mean, I played Persona Four Golden, but like, it, it's, it's a little hard for me to grasp. Is all. I mean, I, I get, okay. I get what you're saying, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, why? What was the benefit of them putting this out? It's a, it's they're using the IP. Okay. I mean, it's this, it's what's the benefit of putting out Hyrule Warriors? So this is like, um, this would be like. Uh, Nintendo putting out like Mario Rabbids or something, or, or Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to like draw yeah. parallels. It's hard yeah. to understand as well. So, so basically, what this does is it it picks up from the end of Persona Five after your characters all split ways, they come back together. But instead of being a turn based, you know, RPG that's like you know OG, my characters go and then your characters go and we go back and forth. And instead of that, it's action based, like. Muso style. Um, also, like most Persona games, it's like seventy percent story, thirty percent gameplay because you have like the very in-depth story, which is like the whole thing about Persona is like half of it is your fighting, half of it is a like you're watching sp- those cutscenes, high school simulator, like you're creating like links with your characters and shit like that. But in this game, they kind of negate the whole longer um stuff where you have to like spend time with your characters and you Mm -hmm. have to like pick which days you're hanging out with them and you have to like manage your time so this also might be good for someone who's like interested in persona 5 but they don't want to spend you know half of the gameplay like being like okay i could go to the arcade and hang out with this character (laughs) or i could like uh do this challenge so my guts can go up so i can talk to the guy because i have enough guts to talk to the guy who like sells guns i want to do a challenge where you go open them guts (laughs) okay yeah do you think you could play both simultaneously simultaneously without getting confused confused at all no you would be very confused okay you'd be like oh well i have like one other character in my party and this it because in persona 5 it comes back and you have all like seven characters that you had in the last game so you'll be like who are these characters I have no attachment to? So if you want to play Persona 5 Strikers, I would suggest looking at a wiki or like watching the cutscenes and then playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you like play Persona 5 Strikers, it's like, no, I kind of want the like in-depth stories of these characters and I want to spend more time with them. Then you could go back and play Persona 5 Royal. Okay. And, and I mean, it's just uh, it's just something a little different for people who also maybe really enjoy persona 5 r and they just want some more yeah which is where you fall yeah basically um but you'd recommend it oh for sure and and like i said if if persona 5 like the original game seems like it's too much time um and you don't want to spend like time just like 
figuring out how you want to spend your time with your characters and shit like that. Mm-hmm. This like streamlines that and makes it super easy. So um, maybe this is a good gateway for people. But I would say I would recommend going to like YouTube and watching the cutscenes or like reading a wiki because if you go into it knowing nothing, I think the characters are charming enough on their own that you'll you'll have a good time. But you'll be like, what are they referencing in this part? Like why do they keep talking about what what why do they keep saying that this character is a cat and then he's yelling that he's not a cat and it's like I don't I don't get it. It's like you won't get it unless you have the background of the game. Bob loves it. Bob's on board. It's it's like playing Kingdom Hearts 2 before we play Kingdom Hearts 1. God, I would never. Exactly. I have have an unrelated question. What's up? It's about Lord of the Rings. Okay. I keep looking at this map of... We should all just do Adderall before we record. Of Middle Earth. Yeah. That's right in front of me. (laughs) Yeah. So this might be a very pedestrian question. Yeah. But is what, Middle Earth Earth? What is around Middle Earth? What's, is there Outer Earth? Left Doesn't Earth, matter. Right Earth, North Earth, South Earth? You know, I, they prob, there's probably an answer. I don't know. It. Off the top of my head, I don't know. What's around it? Probably water. I mean, is that the whole planet? No, I mean, it, they do talk about like the elves getting on a ship and like sailing away to the place where they live therefore after when they basically are dead but it's like it's not as like literal as that I believe we should do a bonus where we all you just explain things about Lord of the Rings that we ask or, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd rather do Kingdom Hearts because that'd be way more fun okay. now that would be pretty epic because I know more about okay alright so do you have any questions about uh, Kingdom Hearts what's with the key what's with his big pants the big pants are just a style choice what giant the shoes? shoes thank Same you thing. It's thank all. You, oh actually uh, his shoes and his entire outfit models is modeled after Mickey Mouse. That's why he's got a red jacket and I guess yellow that, shoes. That makes sense. He's supposed to be modeled in the white gloves. Is he's supposed to of the Mouse Man? Because they couldn't have Mickey. Disney was like, no, you can't have Mickey Mouse as your protagonist. He actually wasn't even be. He wasn't able to be shown until the like last cutscene of the the first game because Disney was weird about their properties. Dude, about Disney is like so weird about their properties. Especially about Mickey it. Mouse. Like he sucks. He's, he's see, cool. He's, he's, he's a, a fucking cool. mouse with you pants. You see him at the very end in his just his silhouette and he's like, go on, Sora. I'll hold back the darkness. So <laughs> he's like, Jesus? I want to fucking napalm. Uh, kind of in a way. Disney. Um, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. Why Donald Duck sound like that? That's just the voice actor. <laughs> Do you remember that vine? <laughs> <laughs> you guys my Donald Duck impression? It's it's pretty decent. Terrible. I think it's okay. Sora. <laughs> I don't know how to do the, the duck voice. I just make some weird noise. With my you mouth. know how to do the duck face though. Yeah. I see your Instagram. You are f- stunting. I'm stunning on your You're serving looks. I, my growth is stunted. And on that note, I've got a pee. Let's get into some news. No breaks. I'm just kidding. We're going to take a break and then we'll come <laughs> no, back with no some news. No breaks. Oh, I got a fucking, I'm going to fucking hurt it. I'm going to. You know where the 7-Eleven is the best way to open it. <laughs> oh, shit. What do we got for news? That's right. Time for news. Hey, hold on. Hey, what is this? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with 
the lamp. Making that was it good. Like the Pixar lamp. Guys, I, I don't know how many times I got to tell you, they can't see us. <laughs> so I wore the suit for nothing. <laughs> yes. Bob did his best if Men in Black impression. If we only had that really nice DSLR in here, we could, it is nice. we could stream it. It is nice. It, you like that? Yeah. If you just want to leave it here, that'd be cool. Yeah, I would love to leave it here. <laughs> Great, that works out perfectly. Uh, we had a state of play happen. Did any of you guys watch it? No, because I knew I'd hear about it. Yes. You know. Wait, which one? State of play? PlayStation? Yes. No, U.S. government. I only saw the Nintendo one. Uh, let me go over some quick stuff. A lot of people were disappointed with it. No VR. I thought it was fine. Uh, no VR, but like I said last week, they have been talking about how they're going to have some VR stuff for PS5 eventually. Uh, they had a new trailer for Returnal, which... Uh, when I first heard about the name of this game and Returnal, Returnal, and I saw it, I thought, "Who cares?" Because I'm just right, like, like video game. <laughs> it was like just another. <laughs> it just seemed like we're now in that era of like PS5, Xbox X, where they show a game and and it just seems like oh, they're just trying to f- like put any game as a PS5 exclusive so people will want to buy a PS5. Not like you can get one. Of course. It's of course. That, it's that time where it's like all the games just look generic or whatever and they just, it, for, at least maybe that's just me, but whenever I see this game is a PS5 game, I'm like there's nothing really, they don't have to do anything special for the game because it, everyone's going to buy it because it's just the new thing for the new system. However, this was giving me weirdly enough like a mixture of like Lost Planet and like Alien vibes. Cause, okay, because it's like and it's also it's also got this mechanic where you whenever you die, but like it has the roguelike you die and you get respawned and like the world changes kind of thing. But it's like the first time I've seen that done in a like triple A looking over the shoulder shooter, you know. So I'm interested in it because of that. But it also like you're a character who's on this like alien planet. Um, but the way you like move around and jump, it reminds me of Lost Planet. Like over the shoulder, you you can like jump super high and you have like a gun. You're fighting these big alien monsters. Um, but there's no like mechanic where you have to like stay warm like in Lost Planet. I would say look up the trailer. It's coming out April 30th and I'm actually. I really fucked with Lost Planet. I, I, I played all of I them. I think you should look up this trailer. What was uh, it called again? Returnal. And the whole idea of is, it, is that you die and then you get like reawoken in your body and you can retry again. But oh, it's the like level that, that movie. Exactly. It's just like that movie, Interstellar. Thank you. They also showed another trailer for Knockout City, that that uh, dodgeball game that they showed last week. But now we know that it's a, because it's an EA game. It's not only coming to Switch, it's coming to PS five ps4 etc uh they showed a five night at freddy's uh six or whatever the next thank game is. god <laughs> finally trailer it's last one um they sold another showed another trailer for odd world that doesn't look good uh they love it another trailer for death loop which kind of looks cool but i don't care too much about That's, is that an anime death loop yeah no it's the game it's another game where it's like uh I don't know. You have to look it up. It has a very like uh, 70, I don't know. it has like a seventies art style, but it's a a three D uh, first person shooter where you're like on an island and you have to like kill everyone on the island to get off because there's some like weird I don't oh. know cult thing going on there. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one for 
Kiana, I think it's called The Bridge of Spirits, which is that game that looks like a Pixar movie on PS5 that I'm really excited to play. Uh, just like chick with the staff and these like little Studio Ghibli esque like characters that help her out. How was Ghibli? Ghibli, Ghibli. Did I you don't say know. Ghibli? You said Ghibli. Okay, the gift. That, Dewey just is foaming at the mouth. Now. I said Ghibli. Because I always make that joke and I keep saying it as a joke until now I don't say it as a joke. Yeah, it's Studio Ghibli. Studio Studio Ghibli. I usually say Studio Ghibli as a joke. I usually say Japan animation movie. Okay, that's what's on. Uh, that's coming out August twenty fourth though, uh, so a little bit farther away. And then we get into the cool stuff, which is the Final Fantasy seven PS five patch. This is what we've you been said waiting cool stuff. For. Yes. Okay. Uh, it has like. The update. PS, it, this time it has PS3 era graphics for the background. <laughs> no. Um, actually, the comparative shots of the PS5. I'm really bummed because I forgot to say that I beat PS or beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I was like, great. Right as I'm beating it, this shit comes out. And it's like, oh, hey, uh, the update's coming in, 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 on my birthday, June 10th. Hey, just to let you guys know, if you want to get someone Dewey for his birthday, get him that game update. If you want to get someone Dewey something for his birthday. <laughs> well, I know what I said. All I right. The, I, you can get the update for free. That just adds in a patch that is like, if you're playing it on PS5, you get 60 frames per second and you get, you can get like 4K resolution. It's probably going to do one of those things where you have to pick between either or. Um, what if they fuck it up and you get 4K frames per second and 64 resolution? <laughs> Dude, could you even imagine? I don't yeah, it looks like shit, but it plays real smooth. It's so smooth, but it's, it's like when I'm playing up. like Jedi Outcast on like 1200 yeah. FPS, and I'm just like, yeah, it looks like 60. Um, but along with that, they have a new chapter added to the game where they introduce uh, some other guy and then Yuffie, which is all that. Some other guy. He's my favorite. Yuffie. I thought your computer was on fire. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we can't stop. We're going to record really good. Uh, Republic Commando. Because the smoke is coming out like right where the power supply is. Um, yeah, they're they're adding a new like chapter to the game that looks really cool because you get to play as Yuffie, who's number one best girl. It's pronounced. It's Yuffie. It's uh, what's that thing that furries say? Yiffing. Yiffy? <laughs> Yiffing. Yeah, that one. What's that thing uh, furries say? That's it. We got it. Uh, there was also a Pokemon Direct. Yeah, I saw this. But Actually, I, watched, I didn't see it. I watched it. this in its entirety. Okay. What What did you think about the Pokemon Direct? It was so dry. They have all the money in the world. They can't produce a better looking video than that? No. Where they just had him sitting there talking with stuffed animals on his desk? You know, that's kind of like what It's like a hostage video. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I mean... Yeah, that's kind of their thing. Uh, actually, I, I commented on the video and I got 250 likes because... Sick. What'd you say? I said the beginnings felt really cool, but then it felt like they were trying to brainwash me to consume with consume with all the spaces in between it. Because at the beginning, they're like, game. And then it shows... It, it's It basically... You can go watch it, but it, they go through basically everything that's been released for Pokemon. You and know honestly, that trading card that got me fucked up a little because I fucking love Pokemon. Me too. That I I was having such a good time watching that and being like, dude, I remember like 
the SP reader for my Game Boy Advance and like and all the weird shit that never came to America that I like, didn't even know existed looked insane. Yeah, like the swinging motion thing, yeah. and then and then like go, I had the poke, I had the Pokemon pinball, but they kept being like they kept going like bragging. Ha- everything was like hashtag whatever it was. It was black and yeah. white, black and white too. Uh, pace pacemaker, <laughs> like a bunch of different shit, like online card battling. But then near the end, colostomy bag. At, at, near the end, they're like goods book, <laughs> and, and they just like when as soon as they said goods, and it just showed a bunch of like shit you can buy. I was like, all right, I I'm totally taken out of this now. Yeah, some of them were like pretty low effort like, yeah. things that they just tossed in there just to seem like they had more art training, like. The, Pokemon Go, that was cool. But like straight up, yeah. Like as soon as it went to goods and it went to book. Good and services. Goods and um, services. Virtual festival. They just went through the whole thing. But that's not what people are here to listen to us. Surprise, surprise. Maybe you aren't. Um, They had a new trailer for the Pokemon Snap, which actually looks pretty cool. Did you like, did you think it, I know you don't. You're I thought I thought it looked fine. Exactly. I'm not a fan of that game, but it doesn't look bad. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I kind of wanted to get it regardless because I was like, oh, these 3D models will actually at least look good in the environment. Yeah. And they'll, like, put effort into that because that's all they have to do. They don't have to do anything else. Like, I'm fully aware that I am not the audience for a new Pokemon Snap game. Yeah. Um, but but <laughs> my expectations were really low. But then watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this actually looks like it might be cool. They got a cool photo mode, obviously. Um, but they also have stuff where it's like they grade you on this pictures and I feel like it's just going to be more in depth than the original Pokemon Snap game, you know? You know, something that's always interested me is in video games where you take pictures and it grades you for your picture. I yeah. Like how they program it. Like, you know, they probably have just feeded a bunch like, of like a bunch of frames that are third, like, these are acceptable. Thirds, this, man. Rules of third dot exe. Yeah, I'm just some of the same amount. But uh, yeah, Pokemon's cool. I'll play new Pokemon shit. I mean, Last one I think I played was Let's Go Eevee. It's good. It's fine. It's acceptable. Would you consider playing a Diamond and Pearl remake for the Switch? I would because I I never finished Diamond and Pearl. I started them on an emulator. Mm-hmm. And I think was that that was one that had a day-night cycle. That was off of the battery. Maybe? Right? I don't know. I might, I, I might be thinking a, of a different this one. This was on the DS, so it didn't have a battery at least... I would... Um, okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else then. I would consider... I might I have con- not played Ruby. What is this one? Not Ruby. Diamond Pearl? Diamond Pearl. Yeah, yeah. I might not have played Diamond Pearl. Yeah. Um, I don't think I did either. But I would I would consider... I'm interested in it, but it looks like shit. Like visually? I think visually it looks like dark. Like the, it seems like there's like... They need to like bring up a, the saturation. The brightness. Or, yeah, the brightness or something. Because it just looks like dreary and i think what everyone was saying when like sword and shield came out it's like the same thing where like now i think is the point where i'm like i don't think i'm i'm gonna buy this game unless i see more in it and i'm definitely gonna wait for reviews but i'm like i'm not excited for it like i was sword and shield like sword and shield i was like yeah this is gonna look bad because i can tell from like trailers diamond and pearl yeah diamond and pearl i think what are they calling it uh shiny diamond brilliant diamond and shining pearl uh late 2021 looks fine i don't know i I think i just think that they could do so much more 
but yeah just, but i mean like how much you know everything just cost lazy. benefit analysis man everything costs money you know how much mo- pokemon is like the number one property of all time yeah i'm sure but i'm the, not to the people who call the shots not the people who put the money in their pockets they're like let's do this on the cheap <laughs> yeah but i think fuck that one kid in virginia i don't give a shit fucking that one kid all over the world basically. i think i think it looks what are you uh epstein okay <laughs> let's move on I think that lo- was good I, I think it looks it looks fine exactly and i will definitely play it because i never played that and this will be the most convenient way to play it yeah that's bi- that's where i'm at is like i'm interested in it because i never played it if i had any sort of affinity i'd probably be into it um but i don't know but there's also the pokemon legends game which legends al Al Ar- Arceus? Arceus? Arceus or something like that. Yeah. Um Marcus which Marcus arguably, Aurelius arguably, Pokemon Marcus Aurelius. Uh I think I think the whole this says it's releasing early 2022. Um and I think the whole deal behind this game is that it's supposed to be like a prequel to all the Pokemon games. Yeah. Uh but damn this trailer that ah uh, it's not an impressive trailer. No, the frame rate on the trailer is yeah. like shit. Um, and I'm 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 hoping that it's just because it is a work in progress, like heavily, yeah, heavy emphasis on work in progress. Yes, same. Um, they really need to step it up if they're gonna, because this is another like 3D open world. It seems like it's even more open world than sword and shield yeah in, in the way that like you walk around and it's not just like barren like right. it feels like an actual world you're in and i'm, I'm um, i got the impression from how they were talking about it that it's it's probably going to be like the town that you're that you start in mm-hmm. and then everything outside of that is just going to be open i don't think you're necessarily going to be going to different towns yeah i mean that let, lets them you know work on this game and add dlc to it that maybe have like DLC chapters where you go to a new town, stuff sure. like that. So it leaves it open. Um, I'm interested in it, but it's like again, I'm gonna have to like see better. It has to. I have to like see something that makes me want it more than just like, oh, open world Pokemon games. So that's what I thought I was getting with you know Sword and Shield, and it turned out to be like very barren and like lackluster. <laughs> very barren. Yeah, it's it. It's very interesting. The idea is interesting, and it's definitely what people have been asking for for years of just open world Pokemon game. I think they're gonna milk it the old way as long as possible. Yeah, and then eventually, like, then they'll just redo it. Like, I mean, until they stop seeing, until people stop buying them, yeah. they're gonna just keep doing it. And that's basically where I'm at. Whereas, like, I kind of want to see these games, but I'm 100 now waiting to see what happens because I'm not gonna pre-order these games or like jump at a chance to buy them because i'm just like i'm a shill i'll buy them i'll pre-order day one (laughs) and you're a part of the problem but you know what we still love you we need someone like you to mix things up Uh, that's why we're happy to have you on the team yeah Um, he's cool i guess something that uh you might be interested in coleman did you ever try me did you ever have a original xbox fuck yeah i did did you ever play republic commando fuck yeah i did I heard it's coming to Switch and PlayStation. Hell yeah! On April sixth, it was on uh, GameCube too, wasn't it? Maybe. I mean, I I assume it probably came out on everything. But yeah, Republic Commando, Star Wars Republic Commando, that is, is coming out April sixth. 
with re-release. They didn't say anything about Xbox because I think it's just backwards compatible. Um, so they didn't really need to do anything there. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Anthem, I'll probably play that. Anthem is canceled. Thank God. No. <laughs> uh, Bioware, uh, care, people who are working on Anthem, obviously, are moving over to Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Uh, in this blog post, they just talk about how they're just refocusing efforts to the... <laughs> Color Me games. is not surprised. And yeah. Any- it makes sense. Um, in, in other news of uh, updates and uh, bad games, I just love the when that game. How they're like, we we need to let them know this is not okay. They need to fix this game. And it's like, dude, you just took an L. Just play a different game. Like I is, I shelved Cyberpunk. I'm waiting, and if it doesn't ever happen, whatever. Is there a word for that buyer's remorse? No, no, for that style of character. What do you mean? Like the anthem. Mark robot looking guy and it's like the destiny it's the just, destiny exo it's just like look s- cyber X- like X-Man, cyber protagonist like muscular robot iron, iron man iron man iron it's man. such a it's such a generic i feel like iron them i feel like in 20 years we're gonna look back at, at this era and it's gonna be such a cliche of like the yeah fit robot if there is anything I know about our society, it does not reward thinking outside the box. You know, like in the, you know, like in the fifties, every robot looked like uh, uh, fucking Dan- Will Robinson. Yeah. Strong. What I'm danger, saying, danger. What I'm saying is like they're like, no. I just picture some guy who doesn't even know anything about video games kicking in the door to a border meeting. Like this is what Destiny's doing. Give me this. I just write off any game that has anything that looks like this robot in it. Here's the thing. Games aren't made by gamers anymore. Unless you're indie what? games. <laughs> Who's making them then? I meant like the big, people the who are in charge upstairs. of like making shots like aren't like where they need to be. Now it looks like your Gundam's on fire. Yep. Uh, speaking of cyberpunk, like you were just talking about, uh, the update is getting delayed because they say uh, the hack is kind of putting a... Um, strain on the company and that they no, I bet. S- some setbacks are happening because of that hack. hey i got all day man uh so don't expect an update for a while but and if i did i would just and if it never gets updated then i just chalk it up as a loss it's just 60 bucks am i gonna make a really heartfelt blog post about how we need to come together as a community and petition someone who already has our money that they need to do something no because i'm not a loser well, well, <laughs> that remains to be seen. But all right, enough bragging. That's all you do this episode. <laughs> this is the bragcast. You're wearing a tie. <laughs> uh, there is also two new Final Fantasy VII games. <laughs> they are. Uh, <laughs> there's now two new Super Mario Party Seven games. Final S- Fantasy fourteen. They're they're redoing it. They're just saying seven seven two. So they decided they just do math to make it fourteen. Uh, and they're they're deleting the online fourteen. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> this is the actual Final Fantasy. There's they're both mobile games too, but I just want to highlight because I think that they're fucking bonkers. Is the first one is Final Fantasy Seven First Soldier, which is which is a mobile battle royale game in the Final Fantasy uh, Midgar, like before Final Fantasy Seven actually happened. I just cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Final Fantasy is in the same. <laughs> Can't wait to play it. The Can't same wait. realm of. Like, <laughs> like sports anime where 
you could say anything and it's not going to shock me anymore yeah. because it's just like that's what it is now. Like, did you hear about the new Final Fantasy? There was game? a Final Fantasy fishing game. Like, okay. they do anything they There's want. There's probably well over a hundred Final Fantasy releases, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Really? They might, between they might be getting close. Probably like, like thirty. Between if we're like factoring in like mobile games, I'm talking about like, mobile, like one-off DS games. I'm talking about like re-releases. I'm yeah. talking about individual SKUs. Yeah. There's no way we could figure out, so we should probably just yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, but we might get get one more close to having 100 because also Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, another Ever mobile Christ. game. Uh, that one actually looks kind of cool because it's just taking all of the story of every Final Fantasy VII game and putting it together, that like the original game, Dirge of Cerberus, uh, all those like weird, gritty... Um, should be a fly on the wall in their board meeting. 2000 and... Uh, to like early 2000s PlayStation 2 games like a uh, Final Fantasy Twisted Crisis Battle. Chronicles or whatever I don't know they had a they had a few games that were just like side stories um so yeah two new uh mobile games coming uh in the in, in other Sony news unfortunately it looks like Sony is winding down uh one of their original studios no. Did you guys hear about this? You guys see this? You guys hear about this? You guys see this? That that should be my since I got the late night exactly. Vibe. Um, the original developers who made some of the oldest first party games for Japan uh, are basically being like siphoned off to other projects and stuff like that. And the the developers between like Ape Escape, Gravity Rush, and Knack. Knack. I remember Knack. The vast majority of the development staff are being let go, and sources say after annual contest, yeah, 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 not being renewed ahead of the company's next business year. Yeah, so that's unfortunate because we could be, we could have been so close to another um, Ape Escape. But as much as I would love that. <laughs> Where's the new Super Monkey Ball? That's all I want to know. Fuck Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Balls? That'd be the sequel. They're, uh, they have more than yeah, one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. No. Actually, it would be Super Monkey Ball 2 because that is the sequel. Yeah, that's how many there are. I thought there was a three. Is there not a three? There is probably, probably a three. I'm pretty sure there's a three. Um, I think a lot of these people who are in the studio are moving towards doing more with Astrobot because I think they also worked on that new Astrobot game. You know, I was in Diversity Thrifts the other day and someone dropped off a whole bunch of Xbox 360 games. You know, one of them I saw. Hold on a second, let me get the name right. Why don't you tell me? Um, fucking. For this Xbox 360, I definitely have. No, it was a game that I hadn't seen in a while. Chrome Hounds. Oh, shit. I almost bought it, but the disc was totally scratched. Oh. And I remember distinctly that was one of the first games I played on Xbox Live, and I got so pissed off at it because I got absolutely whooped. <laughs> you said to get wet. Chrome first. Hounds. So, yeah, 2006. There you go. That game's almost 20 years old. There are 20 Super Monkey Ball games. <laughs> 20? Yeah, it's almost 2026 in like five years. It's 15 years old. Okay. It's closer to 20 than it is 10. Well, I think we're talking about two different things. What are you talking about? I said there's 20 Super Monkey Ball games. No, they're not. <laughs> That's gross. That makes That's sense. That's like 19 are, too are many. Are any of those like pachinko machine I, games? I'm sure most of them are. <laughs> I, there is a Super Monkey Ball and Super Monkey Ball 2 and then Super Monkey Ball Jr., which I think of those are the only ones that might be canonical. Yeah. The other ones seem like, uh, yeah, like Mahjong clones. Give me your quarters. 
So you know what's I know I was only half mentioning Chrome Hounds. Yeah. But something that's interesting about it is that in my head, in my head, it, I remember it being like a really good looking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, that's what you always think. And then you look at that era of Xbox 360 and it's just brown and <laughs> it black. Like shit. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> it looks absolutely terrible. Okay, on that note, I remember in my mind, Jet Moto 2 was like the sickest looking visual game I've ever seen in my life at the time. And then looking at it now, this is, yeah, that's a PS1 game. It's a PS1 game. But at the time I was like, dude, this shit is so fucking futuristic. Oh, like, this man. is what video games are. Jet Moto 2. And then looking at it now, brown. <laughs> it's just the same. Te- it's basically like four textures. That was basically what I just showed for Chrome Hounds, but only slightly more saturated. Oh man. Like this is the future. You ever play a game like this is this is gaming? Yeah. <laughs> now this is pod. It's actually pod racing, which would probably be the game that I would think of. That I, I remember like, thinking oh, that about a, when I played Elder Scrolls Oblivion. I was like, yeah. wow, this world is so immersive. And then I was trying to and play. I'm like, this oh, looks looks like a <laughs> looks, looks like a wet shoe. <laughs> Not only are the controls so incredibly fucked up, <laughs> but walking around, it just looks like someone took the saturation. Yeah, the lighting is just like slid up to a thousand. Someone standing next to a fire is just now just a ghost. There's <laughs> like, just like everything out. is in the sun at all times. Man, uh, everyone looks like they have just. It looks like you. You were like, this game looks good, but what if we just applied Vaseline to the lens? <laughs> uh, um. Moving on, more Sony news. Uh, the PS5 firmware is getting an update so you can now use the NVMe SSD slot that they have in there. But uh, I think we talked about this before and we didn't. I, we stopped. Yeah, we talked about this and I was Thankfully. like, I don't know why people aren't doing it. Uh, but what I realized is that the firmware wasn't allowing it. So if you put in a hard drive, when you started up the PS5, it would be like, hey, uh, take it out and try again. And <laughs> it's not turn fast it, enough. Yeah, turn it off again. They basically said sometime in summer. Yeah, it's supposed to allow, like, I believe that the PS5 has an M.2 NVMe style. Yeah. And it's going to allow upgrades. And that's good because the fourth generation of NVMe M.2 storage just came out and it's like up to seven gigs per second. <laughs> All right. Like, love right, right. What's the square root of M.2? <laughs> That's the connector style. Got him. <laughs> Admit it, Coleman. You've gotten got. Uh, he got me, and he's tightening his tie like he's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping up the podcast. You I got gotta something go else to record after this. Yes. That's right, Patreon. Get ready for a new Patreon exclusive. I came episode. up with a name for it. Okay. Who's that Pokemon? And it's going to be you versus you. Pokemane. I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about this later. Like, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> don't let the don't let the plebeians know. Shut the podcast off so we can scream at each other. E3 is canceled. Thank you. IRL. Good. Uh, LACity.org has something saying that basically they're not going to allow it. It is canceled IRL, but they're working. They might be working on like broadcasting productions in the LA um, convention center or wherever they usually have it. Last bit of news. Very last thing. There was some leaks for Elden Ring. Yeah, my my, I'm leaking. (laughs) I'll give that a two. The delivery could have been better, and it would have been much more funny. I was gonna say something about leaking from my penis, but I didn't. So 
Elden Ring. Yeah, you it's know. Not the only ring that's leaking. Uh, Elden Ring just had some like trailers circulating online that were the best part about it. It was like confidential watermark on it like over and over like just plastered over it <laughs> it was like do not share and like and they're like good thing i'm blind and it was like recorded on like a flip phone from the early 2000s while they're playing it on like an ipad and some shit like that but this is the from software game you know creators of dark souls and uh bloodborne they're creating a game with help from um, the Game of Thrones creator, he lended some help with story stuff. Um, a lot of people are speculating that it is going to be an open world Souls game, and it looks is it. it looks. I'm showing Bob. It. I, it looks fucking awesome. I like the giant head, and I do like the confident. Here's a 720p upscaled version. Yeah, that's the one I I think I'm gonna put. It's <laughs> confidential. Or, just blast it up. Yeah. Someone does not give a fuck. Um. It look even even just looking at that stuff after coming off Dark Souls uh, or Demon Souls, I'm super excited to play this because, like I said, it's it from what people are saying, it's gonna be open world. You can just go anywhere and like get killed anywhere you want to. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do. Internal trailer for shareholders. Exactly. Fuck a shareholder. Yeah. How about you share my fucking balls and hold them while you're at it? Hey, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Please share my balls. Uh, please hey, you know, don't hey. hog them. Don't hog them. There's <laughs> enough for everybody. If you're listening to this contest, please like and share my balls. <laughs> uh, that's going to be it for this episode. All the links to our socials will be in the show notes. We thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next Love week. Love you. Bye. On the Flog Podcast. Thanks for flying with us. <laughs>